Get Ripple, the bright new drink with that ring-a-ding flavor, Ripple. Hello. Hi. Um, I'm just going to jump right into this and tell you to tell everyone who our special guest is tonight. We have a special guest here today. He is very small. He's a very small boy. And his name is Cole. And he's a little puppy dog. And he is so cute. He is so, so cute. Coolie. He's being a very good boy. He's curled up on a little blanket right now and he's just snoozing. We'll have to post a picture of him. Yeah. Because he's the newest pod dog. He is. And he, uh, I haven't even had him for actually just about now. It's been 24 hours. So he's still adjusting and he's very uh, nervous about some things, but he's very adorable. He's and so cute. He's very, very cute. He's a McNabb dog. So if you've never heard of a McNabb, look it up. They're cool. Mm-hmm. Little pup. The yeah. pod pup. He's very adorable and he'll be hanging out. So if you hear little, little puppy Squeaker. noises, that's who it is. But, but I think he's going to be pretty good. I don't think you'll hear him. No, he's, he's going to conk out real soon. Yeah. He he's so great. He's very tired. Well, welcome, Cole, to the Ripple Podcast. I am your Auntie Rosa. And I am your new mother. <laughs> that sounds so weird. I don't like that. I am your new mother. I am your new mother. You belong to me now. You are mine. Well, you're Angela. I'm Angela. It's your mama. I'll say it like that for you. It's a mama. It's a little bit better, but it's still <laughs> creepy. Um. So is that the highlight of the week so far for you? For sure. Absolutely. Yeah, it's pretty great. Um, he still has puppy breath. I know. And he's got the puppy soft, fluffy fur. And his ears are going to stand up, but they don't stand up yet. They're still floppy. He's just a real sweetheart. I was and carrying him around like a baby, like on my shoulder, mm-hmm. like burping like a baby. And he was just chilling. Yeah. And he doesn't quite know how to use his, his feet all the way yet i think they probably (laughs) sprouted up really quickly in the last couple weeks and he's just kind of tripping over on his own toes and it's really cute yeah he's great baby cole yeah a little lump of coal little lump of coal i love it um well to cheers to coal then let's let's um i made you a fancy little drink here Mm -hmm. oh i didn't know you're actually doing a real cheers here we go cheers oh that didn't clink no it didn't because you have too much sugar on the room i think (laughs) But yeah, I tasted this drink that you made earlier, and it tastes like a alcoholic Hawaiian tropic punch. Well, it's called a Barbie doll. Oh, that makes perfect sense. It's hot as pink. Mm-hmm. And I used pink vodka, um, and like um, almost like a Cosmo mix. Okay. And then with ice, and then I did sugar on the rim, and I put it in a wine glass because apparently I got rid of all my martini glasses, which. So be it. Well, these wine glasses have glitter on them, so it works out perfectly for the whole Barbie theme. Hey, do you recognize these wine glasses? Yeah, I made them for you like 10 years ago. I still have a couple of them. That's surprising. I don't think I have anything that I had 10 years ago. Well, most of the stuff you had 10 years ago burned in a fire. Well, there is that. Um, Yeah, they're really cool. We should make more of these. They're fun. Yeah. Because they're like like wine identifying glasses. Yes. Without having to be like the rings or whatever. Yeah. So mine is gold sparkles and Angela's is red sparkles. And I've thrown these things in the dishwasher a million oh, times. Really? Uh-huh. That's surprising. Yeah. They, they're holding up really well. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right. Anyways, um, would you like me to tell you a story? Sure. You don't have any updates for me this week? Oh, I skipped right over myself, didn't I? I was so enamored by the baby Cole. I mean, 
How can you not be? Exactly. Um, my biggest like happy news is Eden will be going back to school four days a week next oh, week. Oh wow, that's that's big news. Yeah, it is. After over a year off, that's crazy. She'll be going Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays. We'll still be zooming. And she'll go Thursday, Fridays. That's exciting. So she's so stoked. She can't wait. And does she go for the full day or is it like a full half? Full day. Wow. All day long, four days a week. And just imagine in a couple years, she's going to regret that so oh, much. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. But she loves it now. So. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. That's my exciting news. Cool. Other than that, same old, same old. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, before you tell me your story. Mm-hmm. I went back and listened to last week's episode, and I about busted my eardrums because mm. you bleeped out your topic and location. I did. Why? Well, because I picked from the basket Kansas. Okay. But we've already done Kansas. When did we do Kansas? I don't remember, but we already did Kansas, and apparently we put it back in the basket. How do you know we did Kansas? Because I remember on the Instagram, you did the, welcome to the Red Kingdom, or whatever the words are. (laughs) And that's Kansas State, or Kansas... Kansas City? City. Where's Kansas City, Reza? Not in Kansas? Why don't you give it a goog real quick? Oh, shut up. Are you flipping kidding me? Where's Kansas City, Reza? Missouri? Mississippi? Minneapolis? Minneapolis? One of the M's? Where is it? It's Kansas City. Mm, M-O. Mm, Montana. <laughs> oh, shut up. I'm just going to leave all of this. You have to leave all of this in Wait. here. Wait. Mm, M-O. Mm. What is M-O? I don't... Mon- Mon- That's not Montana. I actually didn't know that M.O. was the identifier for it, but it's not Montana. I'll tell you that. It's not Minneapolis. Why can I not say that word? It's not Missouri. What else is an M? I bought a giant map, you guys. A giant. Are you sure? No, I don't know. Okay, how about this? Rosa. Yeah. Where's Minneapolis? Because Minneapolis. Missouri. Is not a state. (laughs) (laughs) it's missouri oh we did missouri that's why kansas was still in the basket that's why kansas was still in the basket damn it well i'll have to put kansas back in the basket then (laughs) oh geez okay well that's why there was a giant ear busting bleep in that last episode yep and what, I, I don't remember because you bleeped it out. What topic did you pull? Um, strange history. Okay. So we're, we're learning strange history mm-hmm. about not Kansas. Right. Not Minneapolis. Right. <laughs> okay. What <laughs> state? I need the giant map up so I can see it. Um, we're going to do um, a little circle back and go to Florida. We've done Florida. I know, but remember we said we could each do Florida because Florida's got the weirdest stuff. Oh, okay. That's fair enough. So I'm doing strange history in Florida. Um, Like we said before, I'm Rosa. That's Angela. We're going to tell you some strange and unusual stories. Tonight it's going to be about Florida and strange history. 
Um, don't forget, and I keep forgetting to say this to people, but um, give us a subscription, subscribe, like us on podcast forums, leave us a review. Just give us some love. Okay, so I printed this, and for whatever reason, it printed one, two, three, four pages of this image that I'm going to show you in a minute. Okay, so first, I am going to read you my sources, and there's a few of them. Um, so there's Atlas Obscura, there's Burials and Beyond, um, there's all that's interesting. I went to Wikipedia. I went to Facebook. I watched an episode of Deadly Possessions. And now I'm going to tell you a story. So this story starts back in the early 1900s in Key West, Florida. There was a wealthy father, mother, and their son. And they lived in a home. And this home, um, the house itself, is now part of like a historical tour and it's known as the artist home and if you're in florida or going to florida you can go visit it it's located at 534 easton street eaton street eaton street eaton e-a-t-o-n eaton street oh eaton that there's some good eaton on eaton street there's some yummy eaton um the home itself was built between 1890 and 1898 so an older house in this home there was a little boy named Robert Eugene Otto, and that's the son. And he was four years old at the time. And this is where the story kind of gets a little tricky. He was given a gift by either a servant that was from the Bahamas or from his grandfather as a birthday gift. Okay. So depending on what source you read or listen to, those are the two that it flops back and forth between. All right. So this gift was a one-of-a-kind four-foot cloth doll that was stuffed with straw. Okay. And depending, again, on the story, if you believe it was from the servant from the Bahamas, um, they say that the family didn't treat her very nice and that she actually... Like maybe cast a spell on it, and it was had like voodooish tendencies. But voodoo tendencies can that be the name of this episode? Absolutely, voodoo tendencies. So the doll was reportedly manufactured. If you're going by the the grandfather um, source, by the Steiff Company out of Germany, and it's the same like high end toy company that actually made the original teddy bear for Theodore Roosevelt. And did you know that? Did you know about the teddy bear and Theodore Roosevelt? Isn't that why they're called teddy bears? Exactly. Good yeah. job. I don't know why I know that little bit of information and I can't remember my own street address, but yeah. <laughs> so this little doll, or big, it's four feet yeah, tall. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a little bit excessive. Like that's borderline, no, not borderline. That's kind of creepy. Like imagine a four foot. My daughter's like around four feet tall, probably. Yeah, I don't like that. That's that's I mean, big. Dolls are kind of creepy to begin with, but having it that big and it's it's probably like a rag doll, right? Since you said it was stuffed, it's stuffed with straw. Oh, yeah, I, I don't like that. So he's dressed in a little sailor suit, complete with a white hat, and it's assumed that the sailor suit was one that little the little boy wore. Oh, and so he put the sailor suit on the doll, right? Okay. 
So his face is kind of like human-ish because it doesn't have a lot of like distinct (laughs) features. Uh His eyes are all black made from two beads. Nope. He has a little nub of a nose that kind of looks like it's been pushed in quite a bit. Okay. And it has just like two little nostrils that look like someone's maybe pushed like two like straight pins inside to make little holes. That's not dangerous at all. Um, his skin, or I'm calling it skin, has a bunch of like brown marks all over it that look like scars or pock marks. Ew. Did the, <laughs> well, the little boy? Old. Oh, you know, okay. this is back in the you know eighteen. Yeah, so he took him yeah. outside, played with him, whatever. Yeah. Okay. His mouth is shaped more like a smirk rather than a smile, hmm. and on his lap is a furry brownish dog that has crazy looking felt eyes and a giant pink tongue hanging out of its mouth. So, I'm going to show you a picture of this doll, and I want you to tell me what you think. Okay. This is the one that there was like four picture or four pages printed from. Tell me about it. Okay, so I mean it's actually not nearly as creepy as I thought it would be. I mean it's fairly detailed. Like he has some eyebrows, so it makes him look like less creepy and more like a doll. Um, he actually has like really detailed hands, which is kind of weird. He has like all fingers. I wasn't expecting that. He has some weird ear like felt ears sewn mm-hmm. onto him i noticed that too. they look like rawhide dog treats <laughs> um I, I don't i don't know like i think it's actually fairly like advanced for that time. time and imagine that's four feet tall yeah yeah i mean if, if i saw this in a toy store today i wouldn't be like too off put by it if that makes sense like okay. it's not too crazy looking i'll show you some more pictures okay because that one's one of the professional ones robert the little boy oh i think i just figured something out (laughs) he actually named this boy yep i knew where you were going with this do you know this story i know about robert the doll this is robert the doll so robert the doll because he robert the boy named robert the doll after himself. <laughs> I kind of love that. <laughs> he, um, Robert the doll was most likely never in- intended. Never mind. I'm not going to say it. Do it. Say it. You'll probably cut it out, but say it. Do you remember my mom's friend who had, I'm not going to say the name, Uh huh. but had a dog that he named after himself? Uh huh. Because he. <laughs> Because <laughs> he didn't want to forget the dog's name. <laughs> I mean, so that's named... like a perfectly reasonable reason, mm-hmm. right? It's like, Rosa, come. Rosa, sit. Rosa, lie down. Bad Rosa. <laughs> you go lie down. So Robert the doll was most likely never intended to be sold as a toy. He, They suspect that he was probably part of like a set that was like fabricated for a window display and some people think it was supposed to be like part of a display of like clowns or jesters so what i'm kind of picturing is like you know like the old navy or target mannequins Mannequins. uh uh-huh that are in a in a store window yeah that would make sense considering how big he was Mm -hmm. even if he was just like a giant version of a smaller toy 
just yeah. so like he would be eye catching in a window or just modeling clothes or and they, a lot of sites I saw they said it was supposed to be like clowns or jesters so maybe it was like a holiday display like you know like in like New York how they have I don't know fancy windows I'm just thinking about elf and all the toys and the Christmassy stuff and the yeah. windows. Or he was a mannequin for clothing. Yeah, I don't know. Which, what would be creepier? Having a four-foot ragdoll creepy toy or somebody giving your kid a four-foot mannequin? Both. Both super creepy. So, like I said, Robert named the doll Robert and insisted that everyone start calling him Eugene, or Gene for short, because that was his middle name. Okay. So Robert the doll went everywhere that Jean would go. Jean would talk to Robert the doll like it was a real person. At night, Jean's parents would overhear him having conversations with Robert. And Jean would talk in his usual voice. Hi, how are you doing tonight? And then they would hear a different voice respond. I'm gonna fucking kill you. Oh my god! <laughs> so... I mean, maybe he didn't really say that, but I just thought that, that was kind of funny. scared me. <laughs> so that's pretty normal. God, kids are creepy. <laughs> that's pretty normal. That's totally normal for a kid to have an imaginary friend or an imaginary toy that they talk for or have a different Ugh. voice. I mean, don't you remember playing like puppets or dolls and me, 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 you know, they make them say all these voices and stuff. I guess. So, you know, a lot of the times... You know, kids will have full-on conversations and, you know, make the voices back and forth. Um, I know my kid will have conversations with her imaginary friend and, like, look in the corner and, you know, ask it a question and look at it and pause and wait for a response and laugh. Or, I mean, like, she's having a conversation, but, the you know, you don't hear anything, but she's actually going back and forth having that conversation but you only hear one side of it but the pauses are correct like lengthwise yeah I think I did that as a kid I think I answered in my head I don't Uh think I talked for the other person the other thing Uh uh-huh yeah that's what Eden does she she has conversations and but she's answering for the thing in her head right not giving it a voice she's verbalizing her own voice Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so but like then things started happening in the house, like a plate were to break or a vase fell over or, you know, things would get lost or hidden or knocked down. And Jean would often blame these accidents on Robert. Well, yeah. Wouldn't any kid? Normal. Like, I, I think totally that's normal. totally normal. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's weird. No, Robert did it. That totally makes sense. Right. Nothing creepy about that. No, so I, I agree. Yeah. Everything else, super creepy. That, not so much. <laughs> So, like like you said, Jean's parents, they didn't really think much of this. And they figured that it was just Jean using his imagination. But as years of this behavior continued, they kind of started to question it. Um, and one of the first times that Jean's parents thought something might be a little different was when Jean was 10 years old. So, he's had Robert the doll for six years now because he got him at his fourth birthday. And every night, Robert sleeps in Jean's bed Yes. Six years? Mm-hmm. That's some dedication. Well, I mean, there weren't a lot of toys maybe I back guess then. So. It was either that or the the stick and hoop, so 
<laughs> what is that thing? Where the they stick in the hoop? Yeah. And you just push the hoop with the stick and watch it go. <laughs> Rolling around. Um, Robert had his own chair at the dinner table. Um, he still would go everywhere with Jean. But this night, Jean woke up in the middle of the night and he saw Robert, the doll, sitting up on the end of his bed just staring at him. Oh, no. So this obviously scares Jean so much that he screams for his mom. And as she ran to her son's room, she could hear things being thrown around the room. Oh, yeah, because he's probably throwing things at the creepy doll. (laughs) When she got to the bedroom, the door was locked, and she could still hear her son calling for help. She got the door open finally, and she saw Jean curled up in a ball on his bed, shaking and crying. The room was a total disaster with furniture thrown everywhere, and Robert the doll was sitting at the foot of Jean's bed. And that's when you just burn it, right? And then story over? You would think. I would think also that a doll made out of straw would burn pretty easily. Pretty quickly. Pretty flammable. When Jean's mom asked what happened, he replied, Robert did it, like he's been saying all along for Mm. all the missing stuff, the broken stuff. Everything was always just Robert did it. So Gene also started having like outbursts, outbursts of rage around this time, and he would blame his bad behavior on Robert. So this is a little quote from this woman named Corey, um, who's actually I'll talk about a little bit later, but she says, What people really remember is what they would probably term as an unhealthy relationship with the doll. Um, She says that he brought it everywhere. He talked about it in the first person as if it weren't a doll at all. He was Robert, as if he was a live entity. So this is even at 10 years old, 12 years old, 14 years old. Okay, that's too old. So, as Jean's parents started to notice Robert the doll more, they also claimed to notice seeing Robert have an expression change at times. Wait, okay. So, backtrack. Uh-huh. He forgave Robert the doll after that night of scaring him? Yes. They were still best friends. Okay. They just, like, he wasn't afraid anymore. It was just, like, one-time thing. Mm-hmm. Because, like, imagine... If this weren't a creepy early 19, late 1800s horror story, but if this were a Disney movie, like how thrilled a kid would be that their best friend doll came to life. Like in Toy Story. Well, uh, did he ever see them come to life in Toy Story? They always did that when he wasn't there. Mm -hmm. But like that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Like how amazing my toy came to life. But this toy wasn't very nice to him. Oh. This is more like they were frenemies. Chucky doll. They had a very toxic friendship. Yeah, this is like Chucky come to life. So his Jean's parents now are noticing Robert, and like they'll look at him and they'll see him smile or frown or have a mad look on his face. They said that they would hear giggling that wasn't from Jean, and then more than once sights of (laughs) this person. Say it. Say it. I need to know. More than one sights of Robert running up the stairs or looking out of a bedroom window was reported. Can you imagine watching an effing doll run upstairs? It would be the one and only time because I would kill it with fire. (laughs) 
Yeah. That would be, th- there would be no other instance. Yeah. That would be the end of it. More than once they saw that. So the only time that Jean and Robert were separated was when Jean went to Paris and New York to study art. He was an art major. So Jean later on gets married to this lady named Annette Parker. She's known by Anne on May 3rd, 1930. After Jean's parents died, Jean and Annette moved back into his family home. And guess who was still in his family home? So, Anne never liked being around Robert the doll. And yeah, I don't blame her. <laughs> well, also, your married husband is, like, probably giving more attention to this doll than he is to you. Oh, God. I don't... I, okay, I'm not... Yeah. <laughs> so, is this the history of the first sex doll? I, Come on. Because <laughs> you did choose strange history, right? Not I paranormal. I totally told... To, 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 I can't even say the words. I totally chose strange history. All right. So after a lot of begging and complaining, Gene finally agreed. He's like, all right, Robert the doll can have his own place in the home. He just gets his own room. If you don't want to see him, then I'm, that's the compromise. That's how they compromised. So he made this like turret room, Robert the doll's room. And he, what's a turret room? Um, it's kind of like an like an upper upstairs, smaller like, not attic, because... More like a crawl space sort of thing? No, it's a room. It's a small room. Maybe like a guest room. I don't know. They call it, it a turret. Like one of those, like, little creepy lookout rooms that they have at the very tip top of those... Round... Yeah. It you know is, what I mean? Like at... Yeah, like at John's house. Yeah, but nobody listening knows where John lives. Oh, right. Um, It's like a... <laughs> yeah, like a... Like, like, like in a castle. Like a top castle room. Yes. And, the t- and like one of the pointy towers. That's a turret. So his doll has full access. He brings in furniture that is Robert the doll sized. R- Robert the doll has a bed and a chair and a table. Robert the doll is more than just friends at this point. He has a strange attachment to Robert the doll. So Robert the doll's room is... You know, up in this, I'm going to call it a like castle room, this round room. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have any windows. But kids walking past this, you know, Victorian mansion, they claim that they see Robert scowling at them and appearing in a window right around, you know, in the morning and in the afternoon when they're walking by to go to school. Which window? A bedroom window, not the turret room. And then the sounds of pacing back and forth and devilish giggling could be heard coming from the upstairs area. So when Jean hears that the kids are seeing Robert the doll through the window, he knew that they had to have been making things up because Robert was in the attic area and the window that the kids were seeing him in was in a bedroom. So Jean's like, this is nuts. I'm going to go check out the bedroom. Wait. Another hole in this story. Gene and his parents have already seen Robert the doll just casually running up and down the <laughs> stairs. Gene's right. also seen Robert the doll sit up in the middle of the night. But now when people are saying that they see him in windows, that's when it gets nuts. Mm-hmm. At that point, that's when it gets nuts. That's when he starts to question things. So Gene's like, They're, these kids are crazy. They're totally making up stories. I think Gene's a little crazy. Well, it's possible okay 
So he was known as very eccentric. Okay. So Gene, he goes into the bedroom, and he's thinking, like, oh, maybe there's, like, a a curtain blowing weird, and it looks like a doll or something. But he walks into the bedroom, and he sees Robert sitting in a rocking chair looking out the window. Wait, that did – wait, okay, in the bedroom. In the bedroom. So he left the turret room. Right. Okay. He went down the stairs this time. Okay. So Gene picked up Robert, put him back in the attic several times, but each time Robert would make his way to the window and sit in the same spot and watch people walk by. So 1974 comes around and Gene passes away. Anne passes away two years later, and then the home was sold to this lady named Myrtle Routner and her family, and they had a 10-year-old daughter. And Robert, the doll, is still in the attic. No. He is. No. Because Anne put up with how many years of marriage with this guy? Mm-hmm. As soon as... Okay, first off, red flag number 37 that he has a doll that needs its own room. But also, as soon, as soon as he died, that thing would go in a wood chipper. Well, maybe... Maybe she thought that since... Jean was dead and Robert was upstairs in the attic. I mean, they're old at this time. I don't even know if she can make her way up to the attic. Well, Robert can certainly make Make his his way way down. down. (laughs) So um, this lady Myrtle, she um, buys the house and they have this 10-year-old daughter and she's exploring the house and she goes up into the attic and she sees Robert and she's like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. This is like a huge doll I'm going to play with. But Later, she starts getting weird feelings about Robert. And she says that, like, she tells her parents that she feels like Robert's trying to hurt her. And many nights she would wake up screaming in the middle of the night for her parents, saying that Robert was in her room. So shortly after, her parents are like, all right, we're going to get rid of this doll. So they give it to someone... And the story gets a little choppy here. But somehow the doll, Robert the doll, ends up in the East Martinello Museum in Key West, Florida in 1994. So now Robert the doll is this like super popular tourist attraction where visitors from all over the world come and see him. Why? Because he's haunted. He's got this haunted history behind him and they want to see a haunted doll so he sits inside a glass case with his stuffed dog on a wooden rocking chair but it doesn't seem to stop Robert because he still will put fear and discomfort to the museum staff and visitors staff members have reported that Robert's facial expression changes they've heard giggling coming from the case And they've even seen Robert put his hand up to the glass. Robert has his own caretaker. And this is the lady that I gave the quote from earlier. Her name is Corey Convertilo, Tito. And um, once a year, she does what they call um, a checkup for Robert. She takes him out of the case and she weighs him to see whether, like, the humid, like, Florida weather is damaging 
him and his straw-filled body. Wait, what? They, Why? Because he's in a museum, so they have to, like, check to see if, like, you know, temperature and everything is affecting him. They'll clean his little outfit. Um, How dirty can he get in a glass, glass case? case? Well, if he's escaping it every so often, I don't know. She is also his proxy. Like, so she receives and reads all of his emails and letters. And she also runs his social media feeds. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So she reads them to him? Sometimes, yes. But you're like, okay, well, why would a person write a letter to a doll? Yeah, that I, I'm very confused. One, how so many people even found out about this guy's creepy fetish with this childhood doll. <laughs> and two, like... Like, exactly what you said. What is there to say to this creepy straw doll? So I don't really know what else there is in this museum. I think it's a lot of, like, old, creepy, haunted stuff, I think. But these people that are coming, because they have heard about Robert the doll and how scary he is or how haunted he is. So you go to a museum, right? And everyone's got their cell phones, so you're obviously going to take a picture of Robert the doll. But... If you don't ask Robert for permission to take his picture, bad things might happen. Or if you mock him and the way he looks, bad things might happen. Your phone or your camera might glitch. You might just get like a shine or an orb. Um, and a lot of people leave the museum totally cursed. Oh, great. So you let me talk shit about this doll <laughs> the entire episode. And now you tell me that he curses you for mocking him? <laughs> so I told you I watched that episode of, I don't know, something Possessions. Ghost, Ghost haunted Adventures? Possession, no, Haunted oh. Possession. But it is Zach Baggins. Baggins. Well, I thought he had this doll. Am I mixing that up? No, he he had the doll come visit him. Oh, so it stayed at his weird, creepy museum place in Vegas, yeah? Um, I think just for like... A, like a, a like you know how people can come and bring haunted things for him to check out I did not know that that happens oh. but sure yeah so his his caretaker Robert's caretaker brought, brought Robert? Robert to Zach how much does this person make and how the caretaker yeah oh I don't know like I how much does it cost to go see this straw doll I don't this know this is weird <laughs> this is very very I weird I told you a strange history what, oh, yeah. One lady that was on that Baggins show, Baggins show. How do you say his name? Zach Baggins? Baggins. I don't know. Zach's show? Yeah, just go with Zach. <laughs> we know who you're talking about. Um, she takes a picture of Robert the doll. And right around that time, some man that was standing directly behind her makes this super derogatory like comment about Robert the doll. And she swears right then is she got this like feeling of like dread and doom come like through her body. So she thinks that maybe Robert directed a curse towards that man and possibly her as well because she was taking a picture and she just got like the full brunt of it. Mm. And so her family leaves the museum and shortly after they get into a car accident. Uh Uh-oh. Okay, fine. Coincidence, whatever. I guess it wasn't super bad of a car accident because that same day, another car T-boned them. So they got two car accidents in the same day. Then, three days later, 
she falls down three steps three little steps okay on a boat on rope. a boat uh, she, her, she her and her husband live on a boat oh okay uh, <laughs> well that's unique and so three little steps okay she broke her back oh mm-hmm. so she comes back to apologize to robert and to ask for his forgiveness and she's with zach and you know zach is like okay i'm going to give you some time alone with robert and she's talking to him and she just starts bawling like super emotional and she comes out and she's like oh my gosh i did not expect to feel that way and to react and respond that way and just had all this you know emotion this, come this over chick me is insane she's an absolute psycho i'm sorry <laughs> No, if that happens, and if if I were full on convinced that this was the result of this doll that cursed you, I would plot my revenge. I would not be going to this doll and, and asking apologizing. for forgiveness. No, but it's not just this lady. That all those letters I told you about, yeah, like the majority of them are asking Robert to uncurse them. So. The people that do get a picture of Robert, like a lot of bad luck haunts them. He um, has been known to cause car accidents, like I said, divorces, money problem. Um, He actually receives like thousands of letters a year asking for their curse to be lifted. Like divorces, broken bones, money trouble, loss of jobs, even deaths are all blamed on Robert. Staff that work at the museum that like fail to respect Robert have also had similar problems and this is a quote it says he gets probably from one to three letters every single day some of them are asking Robert for advice or to hex those who have wronged them can you imagine if we got like one to three letters every day (laughs) we'd be like super famous like Robert the doll if we got one letter or three letters like total not even a day anyways um so these letters a lot in that picture i showed you yeah you can see a lot of the letters on display behind robert so So weird i want to read them (laughs) they um every single letter that's ever been sent has been read has been kept and like filed away i want to witness like when something awful happens no not that I want to witness something awful happening to somebody. But I want to witness that moment of realization where somebody was like, you know what? I was pretty rude to that doll. <laughs> like, what? I shouldn't have made fun of his little white hat. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. I guess if by, like, next week I have a broken back, well. But you're not making fun of him to his face. So maybe that's he okay. He doesn't even have a real face. No, he kind of has like a, he kind of looks like a Curious George to me. Yeah, I could kind of see that because of his cheeks. He's got like kind of big puffy cheeks. Yeah, he kind of looks like Curious George. Does Big Curious George have big puffy cheeks or am I imagining that? Well, did you know that Curious George doesn't really have a tail? I did know that. Yeah, it's one of those. um... Which was a strange choice on the creator's part. Yeah. What are those called? Mandela effect. Yeah. So emails and letters aren't the only gift that Robert receives. Somehow it came out that Robert liked sweet things, and so visitors would start leaving pieces of candy for him by his case, or send him packages of candy in the mail. What does he do with them? They, unfortunately, I mean, I get it, but unfortunately they throw it all away. Oh. Because the museum staff, like, 
I mean, I wouldn't want to eat something that came in the, ma- in the mail with no return address. We did that last week. We knew who it came from, though. Well, yeah, that had a return address. <laughs> we did have candy from a listener <laughs> that we <laughs> ate. <laughs> um, money has also been left by his glass case, along with a few joints. So maybe they think Robert needs to chill the fuck out. Well, but Robert is highly combustible. Well, maybe they think that Robert needs to burst into flames. Yeah, I'm kind of with them on that. So when Robert's caretaker, so she was the one that like brought Robert on Zach's show. And like the respect and like care that we she was showing to this doll did kind of seem a little odd. Like she's carrying it like you would carry like a child. Okay. And she's talking to it softly and explaining like what's happening to him. She told him why he was going to come out of his case and where he was. Zach asked if he could hold Robert and take a picture with him. And so she like talks to the doll first. And please tell me he said no. Please tell me he said no. <laughs> but no, they got a picture. Oh. No. But but what path was she leading in life? That brought her to the career. I mean, she probably makes a shit ton of money if all these people are are like. He's like a super famous doll. Yeah. But what a bizarre career to have. She's had it for quite a while, too. Imagine going on your Tinder date and being like, so what do you do for a living? So I um, I take care of this doll. Have you heard of Robert Robert the doll? Yeah. I like weigh him. I read his mail. That's so fucking weird. I smoke his joints. So, when asked if she thought that Robert was actually haunted, she said, quote, I don't know. I I really don't. I've never had a bad experience with him. I've never felt uncomfortable. It's always been a very basic relationship, and I have a job to do, and I go and I do it. And whether there's something to it or not, he just allows me to get on with my job. And like I said... She does run his Facebook page, and when she posts on his page, she posts as if it's Robert actually talking. So, like, Robert is talking through her. So, um, and I kind of mentioned this at the very beginning, but, like, the question comes, like, what? I just found his Instagram page, and his face does not look like that picture you showed me. (laughs) I told you he's kind of scary. This will haunt my dreams. Okay, we'll we'll repost it. Okay. See? I told you. Keep looking. So where did Robert's evilness or trickster behavior come from? And like I said at the beginning, some think it's from that lady um, that was the servant girl that was treated very poorly from Jean's parents. And, you know, they said that maybe she put in, like, human blood or human hair into the doll to um, kind of like create it like a vessel to hold evil to get back at the parents. Human hair in the doll. Mm-hmm. That's so creepy. I don't like that. And then others say that the grandfather bought the doll and it was already haunted and that Gene himself projected like supernatural powers onto the doll by blaming all of his childhood accidents and wrongdoings on Robert. So, like, he, like, fed the supernatural 
evilness that the doll had. So um, my ripple, and this is a very different ripple than we've done before, and I'm so mad at myself, but I'll take a picture when I get home. But I actually have a creepy haunted doll at home. That, Wait, what? Uh-huh. What doll? It's just this little plastic doll with a dirty, torn dress. And she's has those eyes that, like, open and close. Oh, the clickety eyes. Mm-hmm. And she has, like, frizzy hair and a hat. She's super old. Like, I don't even know how old. And I'm going to send it to a listener. And this doll's haunted? Well, it gives me the creeps. I mean, well, have you put any of your human hair in it, though? Um, I can do that. Can we do that as merch? Yeah. We can, can we sell, sell some of human our human hair, hair dolls? dolls. Yes. Who would buy it? Let mm-hmm. us know. Send us an Instagram message. I will send it to you for free. <laughs> I'm just curious. Who wants a human hair doll? Um, so I don't know how we'll do this little contest, but this I'm going to send this little doll to somebody somehow. Okay, I think you need to prove that it's haunted, though. Um, At least, like, I would need proof. Before you wanted it? Yeah. Okay, well, maybe we can do our little um, ghost reader. Oh, yeah, your uh, EPT on it Mm -hmm. and see how haunted it is. Yeah. Okay, so that's my story of Robert the doll. Wow, that is super creepy. Um, So, yes, paranormal, but also strange history. I hit two in one more paranormal um, than strange I'm going to say that that was a paranormal story from Florida and definitely not a strange history story from it Kansas. <laughs> that is not a strange history. That is 100% paranormal. There's no strange history in that at all. It's old. It's an old story. Uh, okay. Have some historical events happening. Yeah, so is every true crime story we've ever told. Whatever. All right. I finished my drink. Okay. Uh, you're going to have to pause so that I can look up a last thought in the shot because I didn't know what you were covering today. Last thought in a shot. Okay. Here we go. And we're back. So Rosa wants to sell this haunted doll. Well, or no, no, no. I'm going to give it away. Rosa wants to give it away. I'm going to gift it. And I was just curious to see how much a haunted doll really goes for and what kind of value you would get for free just for being a listener. Like, this is an amazing thing. We've bribed you before. We'll bribe you again. So We're not too proud to, <laughs> to bribe. Not at all. So I looked up on eBay what a haunted doll would go for. So, Rosa, I'm going to read you the description of the very first haunted doll that popped up on my eBay feed thing okay and you just let me know how much you'd be willing to pay for this beautiful doll okay so this is a haunted porcelain doll Mm -hmm. her name is marcia and i'll show you a picture too once i'm done reading her description but this doll marcia um it says this is the full title i'll read it to you haunted porcelain doll marcia paranormal active spirit moves ghost orbs shadows (laughs) okay it's all those keywords okay so here's the description um, meet Marsha. Marsha grew up on a farm. Marsha's not a very haunted name. Oh, really? I think it kind of is. Mm-mm. It makes me think of the Brady, Brady Bunch. Bunch. Yeah. So she loved helping take care of the animals. One day, she was out feeding the horses, and one of them kicked her. Oh. She ended up dying due to bleeding Jeez. in her brain. Okay. Her spirit now lives in this vessel. You can actually hear animal spirits when she's around. Also... 
She loves to communicate and gets along great with other spirits, just in case you have like more than one haunted doll in your household. They'll Want to make sure they get along. Fine. Uh-huh. They're not going to battle All right. it out. She may leave you little rocks and trinkets. Oh. If you feel drawn to her, then she is all yours. She Many blessings, really nice. love, and light. Okay, so I really like that you might be able to hear spirit animals, animal spirits when you're with her. And she leaves you little trinkets. I'm, I'm all about Marsha. Okay. How much would you be willing to pay for Marsha? She's currently receiving seven views for per hour. Here's a picture of her conveniently placed in front of a Ouija board. Oh. She's pretty. She has a really pretty white dress and really pretty blonde, like, ringlet hair. Yeah, you can't even see where the horse kicked her in the head. No, not at all. Um, I don't know. $40. Oh, $45. you're close. Bidding starts at $30. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. Okay. Let me read one more. Mm-hmm. Um, holy shit. Yeah. Marsha. Marsha's not scaring me. She was just the first one that popped up. Um, how about you scroll through and you can see the pictures of some of these demonic looking dolls, creatures, and uh, pick one and I'll go ahead and read the description oh, okay. for it. So here's one not from the same seller. Oh, this is like a Chucky. Oh, no, no, no. This is a Raggedy, is it Raggedy Ann, Ann mm-hmm. but she's wearing like a weird, creepy red dress. I don't know. So this one is called Haunted Paranormal Evil Spirit Doll Demon Possessed Buyer Beware. <laughs> uh, starting at $100. So, oh, I mean. Pricey. Yeah. You, you can spend some money getting haunted. Is there a description about this doll? Yes. So this spirit was returned to us to rehome. <laughs> this doll has a very active and powerful demon in it. It is pure evil and bad. My coven has tried to get rid of this spirit. My coven? So My she's a witch? Or apparently. He's a witch? Okay. Has tried to get rid of the spirit to no luck. She is currently in a box stored in a safe place, but we have decided that someone else who deals with demons and evil spirits may be able to help her. Well, maybe they should be paying somebody to take this doll. Instead of trying to get 100 bucks for it. Yeah. Well, there's more to it. So maybe we have a backstory. It says, we haven't been able to get much information from her because, quite frankly, she scares us. <laughs> we love to try to help any and all disturbed spirits, but we can no longer work with her because she is beyond our help. We did have some other spirits that were similar and know that one did make it to someone who has been able to work with her. It has been documented online through someone on YouTube. <laughs> they don't say who or Someone. Where. Someone. Once again, someone else sent us this doll, was sent to us from someone who was hoping we could do something with her or find someone who could help. That's quite the sentence there. Yeah. Once again, for the second time, Mm -hmm. we could not handle the spirit. We fear for her. So many things have happened. She is angry and we can't control her. Please, please, buyer, beware. I can't be responsible for anything that may happen. If you feel that you can work with her and help her, then please, she is all yours. I only, only for $100. (laughs) I only hope someone out there can help the spirit. Many blessings, love and light. This is the same person. No, there's not a same. There's not a story about like how the spirit got in there. And but it says many blessings, love and light. That's, I think that's just like a thing. I think that's like what when you sell haunted dolls. When yeah. you're in the haunted doll community, you end all of your descriptions with that. That's kind of the requirement. I don't know. Well, um, 
yeah, I I can't say I have any dolls haunting my life until uh, Robert the doll curses me for talking so much shit about him for the last hour. But um, I don't know. Do you believe in that stuff? (laughs) Do you think I do? Not at all. (laughs) You're the unbeliever. Yeah, I mean, it's straw. But you don't think that things can hold energy in them? Yeah, batteries. (laughs) He's not a battery doll. You never had anything that, like, spooked you, like a toy that you thought, like, whoa, this is way creepy? Yeah, I mean, toys can look creepy, but do I think that that means they're possessed by demons? No. Or spirits or dead people that don't cross over? Um, no. <laughs> I, I can't say that I do. I totally um, believe all that Maybe stuff. we need to take a trip to Vegas, since it's a lot closer to us than Florida, and visit Zach Baggins haunted museum and well, the world is opening up yeah i mean vegas is open we can well, go there yeah. um can, let's do a live show okay in vegas sure maybe we can rent out um wherever britney was playing oh yeah that sounds like a great plan i'm sure we'll sell out no mm-hmm. problem we'll put some tickets on it event right we'll just buy a stadium full of haunted dolls <laughs> Oh my gosh, how scary would that be? That would be creepy. That would be very creepy. And I will say, like, Furbies, very creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, little click-clack eye dolls, very creepy. Um, I'm, I'm totally going to take a picture of my doll tonight. And okay. To yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's creepy. It is. Okay. Do you want to pick your theme for next week? Um, how about I just do Kansas Strange History? Since I dropped the ball on that one. <laughs> Fine. Okay, I'll admit, they shouldn't name it Kansas City if it's not in Kansas. I really thought it was Kansas. Stupid. Okay, so you're going to do Kansas City Strange History. No, no, wrong. You're going to do the state of Kansas. Yes. Strange History. Yes. Oh, jeez. Okay. That was a lot of work. Oh, my head is going to explode. Okay. Well, until next week, don't forget to be a beautiful fountain and not a drain. Bye.